Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. I hope you're having a great day. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. And today's episode is presented to you by Superbook Sports Colorado. A ton of headlines to get to. Can't wait. Real quick, we're planning a trip, a family trip to South Dakota. Can't wait to do that. Although, although I think my kids are they might be disappointed when they get there because obviously we're we're going there to go to Mount Rushmore and you know it could be exciting depending on how they look at it my son's very into history and he appreciates history i told you not too long ago what like a week or two ago he and i took a trip out to La Junta Colorado and saw Bent's Fort and he was excited that was really cool I thought I was a little disappointed, but he liked it, and that's all that mattered. I it, it wasn't like a complete disappointment, but I th- I thought you know for a kid I I didn't know if he would like it or not, but he did. So that's where I'm like I I'm really bracing for you go to Mount Rushmore, and I can already hear my daughter going, "Oh great, there's faces on a rock, great, glad we came." <laughs> I could totally see her doing that. One, to be funny, and two, there's some truth into that. And I get it. It's very impressive. I remember going as a kid. I don't remember being in awe of it, though. I don't really remember much about the trip. It's not that far of a drive from where we live. I say that, but, you know, having two kids in tow, who knows? But it's I want to say it's roughly five and a half hours from where we are to where we need to end up. And that's not that bad. So we'll see how it goes. I know there's a lot to do around there. There's like a reptile thing that we can go to. I want to say we're going to do a, our friend, we're going with some friends and they're going to do horseback riding. And since I'm a pussy and beat up like a a mother, I'm going to, we're going to do a wagon Thing to like a campfire dinner or something like that. It's, it should be fun. There's there's plenty of things to do. Can't wait to go. But again, we're, we're going to have the great potential for disappointment. <laughs> and that's going to be weird. But, but in planning for this and preparation for this, I feel like it is my duty as a parent to make sure that my kids are up to speed on all the history when it comes to Mount Rushmore. So that means we have to go back and watch all the National Treasure movies, the two of them, National Treasure 1 and National Treasure 2. National Treasure 2 is where they end up at Mount Rushmore. So we're going to have to do that. But definitely, definitely got to go back and watch National Treasure 1. I'm going to steal the Declaration of Independence. I love that. I'm going to steal the Declaration of Independence. I'm going to steal the Declaration of Independence. It's such a random, a random thing. Can't wait to, to watch those with the kids. But yeah, it should be fun. I like road trips. They're, I like seeing the, the country and, and things that I don't normally see. So it should be fun. But, oh, God, I just, I don't. I was surprised my son didn't have any sort of device when he and I drove down to La Junta and he was perfectly fine with that, but it was just him and I. 
So he would ask me questions every now and then. Otherwise, he was just looking at the landscape. And like, you know, we used to do when we were kids. We didn't have devices to keep us entertained. So that's going to be the plan. But with two kids, who freaking knows? Who fucking knows? They're going to be either bitching and complaining. He's looking at me. Don't look at my window. Why are you looking out my window? This is my window. That's happened before. I don't recall that shit ever happening when I was a kid, but probably did. <laughs> so fucking bizarre. You can look at anybody's window. FYI, not a big deal. Oh, better have good snacks. That's the other thing when it comes to a road trip is making sure that you're prepared with good snacks. Because you don't want snacks that are like, you don't want to drink too much or you don't want to eat anything that's too greasy. So I, I don't suggest using or eating beef jerky because that could potentially make you all gassy, farty, bloated, very irritated. You don't want to drink a bunch of liquid because then you're going to have to stop and pee. So you got to get some like good Chex Mix or something like that that's good for the road trip. So that's going to be fun to, to plan with the kids. So I can't wait for that. But you know what we need to do right now? Let's jump into those headlines. Let's go! Let's go! And now, here are the headlines. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen one in real life, but I have. And it's quite fascinating. A dumpster fire, otherwise known as the Colorado Rockies. They're a major league baseball team, allegedly. And they are horseshit. <laughs> they are. And the and the reason why I bring this up is they're they're a joke and they've been a joke. They 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 stumbled into success in a sense uh, back in what was that 2007 when they made it to the World Series. Really cool. But ever since then, it's just uh, it's like oh shit, I forgot you guys were a thing. Once the Nuggets, Avalanche, and and Broncos are done. You forget, ah, crap, the only thing going on right now is the Colorado Rockies. And it's fun to go to a game and socialize and, you know, get a suntan and stuff like that. Soak up the rays. That's about it. Grab some beer, some food, have some conversation with your friends, and watch your favorite team get their ass kicked. The other day, they lost at home, keep in mind, 25-1. to they lost 25 to 1. <laughs> that is a joke. Now, I, along with others, suggested that the Cronkies buy the Colorado Rockies. Obviously, I'm slightly joking, but then there's some truth to this. The, the Colorado Avalanche and the Denver Nuggets, you don't see them on TV. Because there's that dispute between Comcast and Altitude TV. Altitude TV is owned by the Cronkies. So that's and that's where you would watch the game. So if you have Comcast like I do, you can't watch the games. But that being said, the Avalanche ended up winning the Stanley Cup, what, just over a year ago. And then the Denver Nuggets just won the NBA championship only a couple weeks ago. So this is the question I, I ask you. Would you trade being able to watch your favorite team, the Colorado Rockies, on TV 
for them to be a success? And I'll answer for everyone in this situation. Yeah, you won't be able to watch the Rockies on TV. Okay, no big deal. Yes, we'll trade that. Look at the Avalanche. Look at the Nuggets. They won championships. We honestly, we missed the entire regular season. If you have Comcast, that's fine. We'll trade that. For for the Rockies not to be a joke, here's the thing. We all act like we, we think that that's the magic pill that's going to save the Colorado Rockies is get new ownership in there. There's a lot of shit involved in this. Would it help? Possibly. We don't know. They could be in the same fucking situation. Now, that being said, I've talked to a lot of people that are deep into the know when it comes to the Rockies, and they all say the same thing. They say the same thing. It's not management. It's ownership. So if that's the case, it could be. Why the fuck not? Now, here's the thing. The Monforts aren't going to sell because it's a cash cow. Why the fuck would you sell your magic cow? <laughs> Why? If it, I, it's, it's like people are still going. You're still making a, a ton of money. <laughs> Why would you sell? Hardly have to do anything to it. Just build a, a party deck every now and then, and you're good. Just p- keep people drunk, and they don't care. If we really, if we really wanted the Rockies to be a success and to force the hand of the Montforts to sell because we believe that is going to be the magical cure, then everybody should, boy, I'm not saying do it, but I'm what I'm saying is if that's the case, if we truly believe that, then nobody should go to the games. Everybody should boycott the Rockies. If you really felt that that is the case, okay, then everybody, I'm, again, I'm not saying do it, but then everybody gets a bonfire and starts throwing their Rockies gear in the middle and say, burn, burn it, burn it, and sell the team, Monford. Nobody's going to do that because we say this, but we're not really that invested in it. So while I throw that out there, I'm not, I'm not thinking that it's going to happen. Why would they? They have a great business model right now. When you look at it number-wise, they're making money, and that's what they're in the business of. They're, they're, they're not in the business of winning baseball games. They're in the business to fatten up their checkbooks, make that wallet just, like, blow up because there's so much money in it. That's what they're all about. That's it. So, fuck. Good good job, Montforts. Great business model. If if you're looking to to learn about business, go dig deep into to them. Figure out what they're doing. Because you don't have to be a quote-unquote success to be successful. Just ask them. Just ask the Montforts. It, uh, I, I had to bring this up. Because it's such a joke. The Rockies are a joke. I mean, really. And and the Montforts and everybody at the top, nobody's doing anything different to make you feel like that they're going to start trending in the right direction. You know? So they're just this 
this blemish on Colorado sports. That's what the Colorado Rockies are. And we just have to accept it because as long as things don't change, it's still the same quote-unquote game plan every year, every season. Let's just do the same shit, you know? Sell more beer, more hot dogs, maybe change up the menu. I see more attention and more focus on the menu at Coors Field than it seems like that for the 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 players on the field and getting the right people in place. So why should I care about the Rockies? That being said, I still want to throw out a first pitch at Coors Field. <laughs> hey, Rockies, call me, right? No, I don't know why the phone's not ringing. Because <laughs> they don't care. And also, I say shit like that. It, it's really, I would love the Rockies to be successful, at least be competitive. But man, like Peter Burns said something. Peter Burns of ESPN, I used to work with him at 104.3 The Fan back in the day. And he's, he when the Rockies were getting smoked 25 to 1, he he made some comment about like they're taking this this uh quest for 100 or whatever a little too seriously. Im- implying instead of trying to get 100 wins, they're trying to get 100 uh, uh, runs scored against them. I mean, they're a joke. They're a joke. And there's so much wrong with them. And, and there's no sense of urgency to get it fixed. Whereas if, if this was happening to other organizations, you know they'd have that sense of urgency to get it uh, you know, corrected. Think about your job and what you do on a daily basis. If, you were, if your company, it could be your division, you know, it could be a nationwide or a global company, but if your division is a, a complete joke, guess what's going to happen? The powers in charge are going to make sure it gets corrected because that is unacceptable. Your job, real life, not acceptable. The Rockies, here's the, here's the loophole that they figured out. You don't have to have a good product on the field to make a shit ton of money. And since people are still going to the games, they're still making a shit ton of money. That's what it is. That's what it is. Staying in Colorado, an 18-year-old drone operator was credit, is credited with saving the lives of two people trapped in Weld, uh, Weld County sinkhole. I got this story from Denver 7, so thank you, Denver 7, for this. And I'm just going to read from the article. Very cool situation. So capturing the recent... Uh, Flooding in Weld County was the reason why 18-year-old Josh uh, Logue, I think that's how you say his last name, and I apologize if it's not, he decided to fly his drone Saturday morning, and a man and woman were actually trapped inside an upside-down Jeep that had fallen deep into a newly opened sinkhole on a bridge on Weld County Road 2 and was quickly filling with water. So he's out there flying his drone. All of a sudden, he happens upon it. The area where the sinkhole opened up is a, a desolate spot. The road is a lightly traveled gravel road in rural county Weld, or rural Weld County. The odds of getting help from a passing motorist were not good. I've driven up in this 
area, and they're absolutely right. There's not much traffic in a lot of these areas. So the fact that this kid was out there, I say kid, he's 18 years old, he's, he's a young man, and he was out there flying his drone, was just lucky as shit for these people. So he said, I was, I, I fly down here and there's a car in a ditch and I'm like in a hole <laughs> and like, what? He flew the drone closer to the sinkhole and soon realized there were people actually trapped inside the upside down SUV. They had six inches of room of air of an air pocket in there for, uh, for them to actually breathe. But the rest, obviously water. So he immediately called 911. He had a uh, local firefighter actually at his house because that's his neighbor. And they they went back to the scene and did their best to help in any way possible. The pair inside the Jeep were finally rescued by Brighton Fire Department. The man was driving, the who was driving, was not wearing a seatbelt and was seriously injured. And the woman was wearing a seatbelt and she was uninjured. So just another reason to wear a seatbelt. Okay, listen, I'm not your mom. I'm not your dad. I'm not your big brother. I'm just telling you as a, as a human being, wear your seatbelt. Jesus, I know so many people that don't. And it's not, and I know so many people that like will disable the sensor in their vehicle so they don't have to be reminded every 10 seconds or whatever it is to, to buckle their seatbelt. It's like, why would you do that? Just wear your seatbelt. I, I don't get it. I, I Whatever. Is there a good reason not to wear a seatbelt? I'm sure there is. I just never heard of it. <laughs> never heard of it. So congratulations to that kid for just going out. He loves to fly his drone. And he was checking out the flooding, and he saved two people's lives. So those people should be forever grateful for him. I know I, I'm kind of poking fun at the the male driver for not wearing a seatbelt, but I'm glad. Hopefully, he's going to be okay. I'm glad he's alive, though. And I am. So very cool. Congratulations to that kid. I hope he's praised even more for what he did. And, and they're just very lucky. Very lucky for that kid. That kid deserves a, a, a dinner at Chili's, okay? That's all I'm saying. Chili's, if you're listening, buy this kid uh, an entree and maybe some apps, okay? Just him. I'm not saying the whole family. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Just saying you can comp him a meal. I'm sure there's a, there's a Chili's up there. Maybe an Applebee's. But let's just stick with Chili's. Cause I like Chili's and, and they tweeted at me the other day and I really want to go to Chili's now. <laughs> it's so powerful. The, the mild interaction you can have with people on social media and how you're like, Oh, Oh, they, they responded. They respond to millions of people, uh, you know, a week And the fact that they're like, Scott, you need to go to Chili's. Now I'm promoting Chili's. They're not even a sponsor. They should be. They should be. Okay. If they did, I would eat there at least twice a week. I would. Chilies, chilies, chilies. I want my baby back, baby back, baby back. I want my baby back, baby back. Chilies, baby back ribs. Yeah, barbecue sauce. Aha! 
Well, you're welcome, Chili's. I just made you a million dollars because everybody's going to go to Chili's today. Boom. You're welcome. <laughs> we got more headlines coming your way. They're going to be like, who is this guy? He has a voice of an angel. <laughs> anyway, uh, we got more coming your way. But first, we're changing the game. So help your bets stay hot this summer at Superbook Sports, the most trusted name in sports gambling with a direct line to Las Vegas. And now when you use the promo code Mile High, you're going to score up to $250 with their first bet bonus. So win or lose, Superbook will match your first bet up to 250 bucks with that promo code Mile High. Go ahead, download the Superbook Sports app, enter that promo code Mile High, and you're going to get $250 courtesy of Superbook Sports. Go ahead and visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. And if you got a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. A Virginia woman says she tried to conceive a baby with her incarcerated fiance after he sent her his spoon. Spoon. <laughs> after he sent her his sperm in a plastic sandwich baggie from behind bars. Yeah. Oh, romance. <laughs> Two young kids in love. A story as old as time. Could you imagine reading that in a uh, fairy tale book? <laughs> oh, I, sorry. I just veered off. I wasn't planning on thinking about a fairy tale, but then now I, I'm sitting there go imagine reading a book and it's like, so he, so the man <laughs> pulled down his pants, cranked one out into an old, uh, a sandwich bag from a, PB&J that he ate earlier in the day, rolled it up tightly, removed all the air, zipped it up, and then sent it off to his love. And then she opened it up two days later. It smelled a little weird, but then she took a turkey baster and shoved it up her love hole. The end. Now they have a baby. <laughs> she didn't get pregnant. They had a false uh, positive, blah, blah, blah. I just saw that. Didn't want to spend too much time on it, but now that's in your head, okay? You're going to be somewhere today or in the near future, and you're going to see somebody with a sandwich baggie, and you're going to go, you know what that's good for? Putting your semen in. <laughs> oh, anyway, so how's it going, guys, huh? Mmm, peanut butter and jelly makes me horny now. <laughs> I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that, but I did. Hey, can't retract it. I could, but I don't want to. You know what we need to do right now? Let's get into the mailbag. Mailbag. You've got mail. <laughs> this comes in from Brandy on dehuffoncensored.gmail.com. She said, did you see that guy who got drunk then changed his name to Celine Dion? <laughs> I didn't, but uh, is that really the best name that you would want to use? Is Celine Dion? I guess that's fine, but I mean... Why would you do that? Like, I've never been that drunk where I'm like, dude, let's do something like this. And how does that 
actually happened. I call bullshit, but he, I think he was in Vegas, so it must have been a 24-hour thing. So it's like, dude, come on, man. Don't don't change your name to Celine, Celine Dion. If you're going to change your name, this is my thing. If I'm so hammered, I'm like, I need to change my name. I want to do something fucking cool. So that way, when people are like looking at me, they're like, that, that's, what's his name? Blah, blah, blah. And they're like, dude, that's a cool fucking name. Like Tank Johnson. Nah, not even Johnson. You don't want to. Uh, Johnson's so basic. Tank Destroyer. What? His last name's Destroyer and his first name's Tank? That's kind of cool, I guess. Interesting. Or, you know, just, uh, I'm trying to think, you know, it just go out of the box like Planet Crusher or so. I don't know. I don't know. I, mean, I haven't really thought about it, but I'm like, that would be kind of neat. What's his name? Todd. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. I know what name I wouldn't do. It wouldn't be Kyle. Shut the fuck up, Kyle. <laughs> I haven't played that in a while. I had to. I'm legally obligated to myself to play this soundbite of Aquafina from the movie Renfeld, where she just ha has had it with the guy Kyle, who constantly is interrupting her. Shut the fuck up, Kyle! <laughs> anyway, thank you, Brandy. If you want to join the podcast, you can go ahead and do so. You can either hit me up on my Gmail, thehuffoncensored at gmail.com, or... Get me on my socials as I rub my nose all over the microphone. Get me on my socials <laughs> at the Huff Podcast. By the way, I did see this. I wanted to bring it up because this was so dominant last week with the whole Titan, Titanic submarine implosion. I, I did that the episode last week, and about an hour after I did the episode, they discovered that that they didn't actually run out of air. They just were imploded on, and they think that that may have happened fairly soon as they got got down to explore the Titanic wreckage. But anyway, very sad stuff. But here's the problem: I mean, not too many are not too many people are sympathetic to this. But anyway, a good example of that, I guess you could say, is that Netflix is going to start streaming Titanic this, I believe, next week. So just after the implosion of the Titan sub that was exploring the Titanic wreckage. Now, they didn't say if that was already scheduled, but, I mean, I wouldn't change it if I was them. Is it in bad taste that they're they're going to start streaming it? Because I'm sure it was streaming somewhere else before, and that, that's usually how it goes as they rotate type of thing. Is it in bad taste? Maybe. I guess it is. Is it good business? Kind of. There's, very, like I said, very little sympathy for the victims in this, with the exception of that son that was doing it because it was a, like, you know, he was essentially, you know, peer pressured in a way for Father's Day to do it. He didn't feel comfortable doing it, but he's just like, for Father's Day, I guess I'll, I'll do it. And then sadly, he died. So I don't think anybody has any sympathy towards the other victims. It's just that that kid, which is sad. And here's the, here's the thing. While 
we all sit here, not all of us, but a good chunk of us are like, dude, that's so poor taste, Netflix, that you would be doing this, capitalizing on it. Well, here's the re- reason why they're capitalizing on it, if indeed that the, these two are related. And the fact that they're even if it was scheduled, they're not deciding to like wait a little bit. People are going to watch it more than before. Right? They are. That's just the way we are. We're a twisted society. We talk about this all the time. What is the number one genre of podcasting out there? Oh, is it comedy? No. Is it headline news? No. It's a true crime. And in death and destruction, murder, mystery, shit like that, gore, it's this. It's this. People died. People want to relive it. It's sad. It's disgusting. But it's what sells. It is. Look at how many Netflix series are about, like, murderers and shit like that. That's what sells. And that's what people watch. I'm not saying it's right, but it is, it's a good business model. It's kind of like the Colorado Rockies, okay? (laughs) Right. They're just, they're, they're selling death and destruction on the field. That's what it is. Their, their team is like that Titan sub. That is what the Rockies are. The Rockies are the Titan sub going out onto the field or exploring the Titanic wreckage, and it's just imploding in front of everybody. But they don't care because they got a party deck that is just crushing it, and they're making bank off of booze and food. Nobody cares. And that's the same thing with Netflix. They don't ultimately care. They just know what's going to get the most clicks and watches, and that's going to be something like Titanic. That it, It's a movie that's already been made, So it's not like they have to write it. They're just like, here's an easy money grab. This. Boom. Here's what's crazy, though. You're seeing a lot of this. You're you're hearing like James Cameron and other people that uh, have reached out to the CEO and and stuff like that of that Titan, the ocean, whatever the hell it's called. I can't remember right now off the top of my head, but. And they're saying that they they wrote letters and they they voiced their concerns about what you know what that thing was and, and how how it was built and they're like you shouldn't be using that material it's not going to withstand at that depth because it is just the the amount of pressure down there is just insane and they're like nobody else has done it built it this way we're we're trendsetters. Well, now you're dead, too. And I hate to say that, but it's true. So you're also hearing about people that said that they were going to get on it, and then they they took a tour of it, and they're like, this is too dangerous. There's that guy from the Discovery Channel. I can't remember his name. Really funny guy, big guy. He He always goes around and explores for, you know, myths and stuff like that. I want to say Josh something. Anyway, he was going to get on it, and then he saw everything, and he's just like, no, we're, we're not going to do this. This It doesn't seem right. Mr. Beast, the extremely popular, he might be the most popular 
YouTuber and social media influencer out there. This is what he tweeted out. He said, I was invited earlier this month to ride the Titanic submarine. I said, no, kind of scary that it would, I would have been on it. Whoa. I mean, you want to see people really irate? You take somebody that is, listen, you might not agree with Mr. Beast and the fact that he's a social influencer and he makes a fuck ton of money, but he also gives a fuck ton of money back. He puts invests a lot of his money back into his product. He's not living the high life. He's just, I mean, people would have freaked if he would have been on that and he would have died. Like all his little, what does he call his like followers? Like little beasties? <laughs> I don't know what they call them. But people would have freaked the fuck out. Because right now, really the people that died, nobody knows really who they are. I mean, globally. So if it would have been somebody like that, I mean, people would have lost their fucking minds. And it's just, you're going to hear more and more about that. Like people that were invited that for whatever reason, they decided they didn't want to go on. And, and everything I've read and heard from a lot of people that were invited is they took tours and they were just like, this just doesn't feel right. And one, you're going way down there. there. It's dangerous no matter what. But then if you see something that's suspicious and you're like, that doesn't seem like, oh, they bought this at Camper World? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like half of this is is from aisle 17 at Camper World? Nah. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I mean, it's sad and scary. I feel really bad for the the kid. That's about it. I really don't feel bad for the rich people. <laughs> Did you see that that meme that the Onion, the parody news account that said uh, something about the Ocean Gate? That's who it is. Ocean Gate said that they 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 realized their mis mistake was not using poor people. <laughs> it's so fucked up, but funny. So fucked up, but funny. Anyway, uh, real quick, I saw this and I was just wanted to bring it up to you. People with imposter syndrome are actually better at their jobs than people without imposter syndrome. So what's imposter syndrome? Well, if you Google it, and according to the dictionary, the persistent inability to believe that one's success is deserved or has been legitimately achieved as a result of uh, one's own effort and skills. Basically, you just don't, despite your success or anything, you just don't feel like you belong. Pretty basic, right? And I, I think that makes sense, and I think that that, honestly, is a way you should feel. I think everybody should have a little glimpse of imposter syndrome, where you're just like, man, I, I still need to prove myself. I, I, I don't fully feel like I deserve to be here, so I need to prove that I need to be here. Like, you're always... In a sense, imposter syndrome is like you got a chip on your shoulder. That's the way I look at it is I got to remind people or tell people that, yeah, I, I do belong here. I am, I, I, you know, I am deserving to be here. Like, I, and, but then I feel like maybe I shouldn't be. So I got to try harder. I don't know. I, I get it. I get it. Maybe I didn't explain it very well. Or maybe 
or maybe fuck you, okay? <laughs> okay, leave me alone. Eat a bag of dicks, okay? Oh, my God. I want to get new T-shirts made real quick. And I really want one that says, like, in, like, just really classed up, and it just says, like, eat a bag of dicks. <laughs> I have a bunch of shirts, like, designed that I want to do. It's just a matter of getting them uh, paid for. I just, you know, it's expensive. I really want to get T-shirts made again, but it's just, like, I'm, I really want somebody else to front the bill, okay? <laughs> I don't want to pay for that. Christ, guys. Listen, I'll put your name on the side. Presented by uh, Dick Hertz. <laughs> Who's Dick Hertz? Is that a company? Nope. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. Thank you for supporting it. You guys are amazing. I truly appreciate each and every one of you. Thanks for listening. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Share it with your friends if you're able. Thanks so much to Superbook Sports Colorado. It's to Huff on Censored. Let's keep moving forward. I'll talk to you next time.